Hey everyone, welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are going to discuss the back to school grind, some of our goals for this school year for ourselves, those of us who are not in school, (laughs) because the start of the school year kind of marks like a new beginning for us. Before we jump into that, we want to take a minute and acknowledge that there is so much happening in the world, and neither Wendy nor myself consider ourselves foreign policy experts, but our hearts are really heavy, and with the news coming out of Afghanistan and a conflict that I will admit I don't fully understand all of the ins and outs, and of course the earthquake in Haiti, there are so many things. There are wildfires raging throughout Europe. It is It's rough. And the videos that you see online of all of these things can really break your heart. And we want to acknowledge that. And we are going to leave a link in the show notes for a couple of our favorite resources for um, finding good information on these things. And we want you to know that we are not trying to ignore these things. We want you to be aware and we want to be aware. And we also maybe want to be a little bit of a distraction this morning. So that's where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Which of yours? You can always find us on Instagram, Megan and Wendy LSS. And you can join our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. Yeah, we haven't had many people join lately. So if you want to come. See you. Yeah, come on in. It's been kind of quiet over there, but you know, with kids going back to school, we're just going to ramp things up, guys. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. You can also email us at MeganandWendy at gmail.com. And again, disappointed because we don't have any emails this week. <laughs> I'm laughing by myself. Megan doesn't think that's funny. <laughs> I wouldn't call it out. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Please email us. Let us know your thoughts on anything. Because I need some, I don't know, coddling What's the word I'm Wendy looking for? Wendy needs to feel loved in our email. I do. I like, well, yeah. Okay. I do. I need to feel some love. I'm in a real grouchy mood today. Our, so I think maybe that's why I need to feel some love. Are words of affirmation your love language? I think they're like second, probably. Yeah. I need like somebody to tell me, Wendy, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I think whenever I post something, I, like, text you and go, oh, I just posted something. <laughs> like, need you to, like, acknowledge that I did it. Like, I don't care if it's good or not. Just be like, cool, yeah, I saw it. So then that makes me feel better, you know? I got it. Yeah, no, my love language, I think the number one is probably acts of service. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, please. And my husband, thankfully, like, has figured this out because he knows – How much I love when he empties the dishwasher or shifts the laundry. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah, hot stuff. So, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, let's jump in. I was recently on a little vacay, a little staycay here locally. We rented a house, which was, like, so nice. But I got to tell you, I'm really freaking exhausted now that I'm home. You had so many guests. We had... We did a several years ago, five, six years ago, a vacation like that. And we had all of our friends come visit. And it was the same thing. It was so fun, but so exhausting. Like, you know, cooking for everybody and entertaining. And it was great. But yeah, it was busy. Yeah. It was like every day there was like 
a turnover like at noon or one o'clock. Like a <laughs> whole bunch of kids would leave and then a whole bunch of new kids would come, which was great for like my daughter. Like I love that she was able to like hang with her friends and that they were all able to come down and hang out and have fun and enjoy the area that we were in. And then we, you know, you came down and yeah, I had some other girlfriends come down and hang out. It was fun. But like yesterday I was like hobbling around my house. I was like, my legs hurt. My feet hurt. I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm just tired. It was like cleaning everything up yesterday to get out of that house and then bringing it all home and unloading it all was not really fun. But it was a nice vacation and I enjoyed it. So thank you for coming down. Yeah, thanks for having us. And spending us. time. I got to tell you about a minor freakout that I had. Please. Amongst Amongst many. I had oh. a, many minor little freakouts there, but none that I will share here on the podcast. I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyhow, my daughter and her friends really wanted to get like henna tattoos, like, you know, to like mark their summer vacation, right? Uh-huh. And they couldn't find anywhere. So you know, good old TikTok, they found some like DIY henna that they could do. So they went to the store and I I don't even know like what I was thinking, like allowing it. They bought like cornstarch and turmeric powder, chocolate, like Nestle quick powder and something else. I don't know. And then they tried and like it didn't work out and it was like, okay, whatever. So my husband and I go to bed the next morning I come downstairs and he's like, oh, we have a problem. And I'm like, what's the deal? Well, in this house that we rented, there's these beautiful two white, white Mm -hmm. chairs, Mm -hmm. right? And there's like yellow staining all over them. Luckily, they were slip cloth, slip covers, slip covers. So I was like, okay, worst case scenario, I'm not going to have to buy them brand new chairs. I'll just have to buy them new slip covers. And he had already tried to, like, spray something on it and, like, scrub it out. And so then it just, I don't know if it, like, spread. It was just bad. Bad, bad, bad. So here I am Googling everything, like, how to get turmeric. It's it's really hard to get turmeric out of anything. Have you ever seen it, like, in its, like, powder form? Like, it's bright yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, luckily, I found some recipe of Tide which yay tied. Yeah. yeah, tied and bleach. And then I think I just got lucky that the slip covers were white because I don't, if they were like blue, I don't know if I could, I obviously couldn't have bleached those, right? right? If they were blue. Thankfully maybe they were white. Maybe clean or something would have gotten Yeah, out. maybe something. But yeah, so I had to like hand wash and then soak these like slip covers. And luckily all the turmeric staining came off of it. And I was like, whoo, so excited. Like I felt like a freaking genius i mean it was just bleach that did it but still i was but did you like lay out. down the law when they woke up because well you know what was so funny is like my husband goes they're getting too comfortable here because they were mm-hmm. like sorry you know and i was like oh, ah! <laughs> oh no so uh anyway they're they're real lucky that it came out otherwise i probably my head would have probably blown off my shoulders you right? know I would have been oh, buying sorry. two new chairs for this beautiful rental house. But anyway, <laughs> it was, I have to say, it was a beautifully furnished house. And if you've ever spent uh, five minutes on a VRBO, which, by the way, you know people call it Verbo? 
The company itself calls it Verbo. No, I call it I call it Verbo too. No. Yeah, I know what? it's not. <gasps> no, but the company does they in their ads. I don't understand. Anyway, I digress. Or an Airbnb. <laughs> many, 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 many vacation rentals have horribly ugly furnishings, oh, and I think partly because. They don't want to spend the money on something that other people are going to sleep on. And partly because, like, a beautiful white duvet is, for exactly that reason, very hard to clean. Better yeah. to have, like, some wild pattern that's going to hide the staining. Right. So I did remember thinking, wow, this is a really beautifully furnished house. I wonder how hard it is for it to keep them looking like this. So uh, I'm very glad you got it out. But I'm sorry yeah. for the vacation stress. You know. Yeah. It was just stress. It was like cleaning that house every day. Like, it mm-hmm. didn't feel like a vacation to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like vacuuming up sand and vacuuming up crumbs. and Right. It was it was, it was was an experience, not a relaxation trip. Ex- exactly. Exactly. But whatever. It was nice. I'm not going to complain about my vacation. No. Again. <laughs> well, let's take a sharp left turn into what I spent the last week doing. Okay. And that is diving deep into Bama Rush TikTok. Oh, my God. It's so funny. So, look, I went to a small school. We had a Greek system, but it was very small. We didn't have houses. It was not – and, you know, it was in Southern California. I think there are universities where the Greek system is a very big deal, and help, especially the South – This was not my college experience. I didn't rush. It wasn't for me. But even so, it would not have been my experience. This was such a wild ride. And I was listening to the Comments by Celebs podcast this morning, and they were saying, you know, the internet loves a shared experience. Mm -hmm. And so part of it was that not only were we all experiencing this on TikTok, but then everyone was experiencing it outside of TikTok, like, their experiences with this TikTok trend. It was wild. And one thing that I learned is that some of these girls will rush at the University of Alabama. And if they don't get the sorority they want, they'll transfer schools. What? Like Bama is like kind of like the, I don't know, top tier sorority school. I don't know if that's true. But a lot of girls will transfer after not getting the sorority of their choice, which is wild to me. And I just, Uh. in my mind, I'm thinking, how do you spend like your entire summer? Like, I'm going to Bama. Like, then to just switch gears, like, that would not work for my brain. I would fully short circuit. Well, Um, they got to have a parent on board with that, I'm sure, right? Like, well, I would, I would imagine. Can you imagine going to your parents and be like, "I didn't get into my sorority," and then like, "I'm changing schools." <laughs> like, you just spend a shitload of money to put them up in a dorm and whatever, you know, tuition to get them there. What? Yeah, you gotta well, have a parent some, on board. And in some cases, their moms were also, you know, mm-hmm, sorority mm-hmm. members, so they have mm-hmm. that same experience. Anyway, it was just this wild ride in. You know, their OOTDs and their accents and it just, there's a place called the Pant Store, which just, they're like, this is from Pant Store and that's an actual place. And interestingly enough, the Kendra Scott jewelry brand is making a strong comeback with oh, really? the Rush Girls. <laughs> yes. Like, by far and away was These the my, number one. My Kendra Scott earrings. <laughs> This is from Pant Store. Anyway, it was wild. It was a 100% 
different experience than I've ever had in my life. And it was kind of fun to experience it. And now as an almost 42 year old woman, I'm thinking, did I miss out by not? But I at 17, which is how old I was when I started college, was not cool enough, could not have handled the rejection. It would not have gone over well. So socially awkward. I had plenty of friends in college because I was a joiner, but the sorority thing would not have worked for me. So was Alabama the only one doing the like rush on TikTok? Um, No, there were others. And what's funny is now this week is like Florida State and Ole Miss are doing their, is their rush week. Bama just somehow kind of came to the forefront, but it wasn't the only one happening last week. I'm so interested in like the behind the scenes. Like, how did it start? Was it the, you know, the Greek council who came up with this like social media like idea? Or was it the girls who were rushing who said like, oh, let's get some exposure or what? Like, how did it happen? Who got the well, ball rolling? I don't know that they really wanted this level of scrutiny on them because then, of course, it brings out of the woodwork former sorority members who are saying like hey this is the real deal and some people talking about you know kind of the toxic side of the greek system which does have a history of being exclusive and somewhat racist or downright racist and Mm -hmm. especially at certain schools in the south so I don't necessarily know they that they want this level of scrutiny i think it's just one of those things that these girls started doing their rush week looks for each day and it just took off it's wild and it's so wild because wendy's not on tiktok i'm trying to convince her to but the other problem is it's a full-on time suck but like if wendy were on tiktok our for you pages would not look the same but i can pretty much guarantee you we both would have had rush talk in our feed so well it's so funny because i know i had saw something i i saw like a like a gossip Instagram account talking about the rush talk. And then it was like filtering out into like my parents knew about it. You know, Mm -hmm. like (laughs) it was so widespread. It was crazy. I, I didn't go to college until I was like 30. So I didn't experience like sororities or anything like that. But I remember being like a high schooler and watching a Lifetime movie that was about sororities and they were rushing and the girls had to get up and like parade around in bathing suits and the and the other girls would like mark their cellulite on their butt. And I was like, nope, I'm definitely never, ever, ever going to college. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pretty sure I've seen that Lifetime movie and then one of them like dies during... Yes. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to find out what movie it is. I, I remember it being really good, but it like, it definitely scared me straight. Like I was like, nope, I'm never going to do that because <laughs> I couldn't handle that kind of like... For sure. Scrutiny. There's just no way. No way. Well, maybe I'm going to have to join TikTok this week to watch, you know, the... The newer schools <laughs> watch their what rush program. I, I saw miss. Here we go. I saw there's a podcast I listen to. It's called Watch What Crappens. Uh-huh. And it's Ronnie and Ben and they recap Bravo shows, but they also make very funny videos on their own like Instagram accounts. And Ronnie had made he had like dressed up as like a <laughs> sorority girl. <laughs> And he's like, or he might have been using a filter, to be honest, but he was like, shirt by Old Navy, pants by Sheen. It was just so funny. And I was like, that's that's what people are watching? Like, is it 
was it just that? Just like them talking about their outfits or what else? What else was that? That was the majority of it. But then there was like their recap of like how it went and how they were feeling. But it was mostly OOTD. And it was, it was, it was funny. Oh my goodness. And then there were some girls that were so sweet. And I really was like, oh, I really want to root for you. Like, look at your sweet little style that you have. And I don't know. I, I really. Well, this is the problem. We're going to need to know if they got in or not, right? Oh, yeah. And, well, there were whole accounts that were recapping, like, where everyone's favorites went, which was, I appreciated. And some people, like, didn't get in anywhere. And then there's a lot of drama about why they did it. Anyway. Woo. Woo. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot, guys. You want to you talk about a different kind of rush? Yeah. So, one of my husband's favorite things, and one of my least favorite things, is he likes to take day trips. He does not want to spend any unnecessary time somewhere. So he really wanted to go to a 49ers game mm-hmm. for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to, like, go there and come back in the same day. And because it was his birthday, I agreed to this. Because normally I don't like it's too It's too rushed. It's too quick. I don't like it. Let's relax and enjoy it. No, no, no. I agree to this. The two of us fly. <laughs> Happy birthday. We leave the game and we're like watching the clock because we had a very specific like time. We had to get out of there. We had a rental car that we had to return. Oh, God. Because there's like a whole Uber shortage situation and we were concerned that we wouldn't be able to get one outside of the stadium. Anyway, so we rented the car. Well, we cut it real close and we cut it so (laughs) close that we had to sprint full out from the rental car return to security and then of course you're standing in the security line and you're like come on come on come on come on come on and people in front of us were like new to the airport security lines we're like do i have to take my nintendo switch out of the what like take everything out take your shoes off let's go (laughs) and my husband is behind me like swearing at people under his breath (laughs) and both times through security that day i had to get a pat down Um, what it's because you didn't have any luggage huh well, I know because I had a front tuck happening. And the second time she goes, oh, it's your shirt that's setting it off, by the way. And I was like, what? I was wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Like, literally so casual. We were going to a football game. But it was like, she's like, yeah, the front tuck sets it off. Isn't that funny? It's ridiculous, but okay. Yes, whatever. <laughs> I mean, they were both very friendly. She was like, do you have any sensitive areas? I was like, no. Can we go, please? Sensitive areas? What's that mean? they're like... going to pat you down. Like, they don't want to, like, hurt you. Okay. I don't know. All anyway, right. it was fine. It was not a painful pat down. It was. They were very pleasant. I, it just blew my mind that that's what set it off both times. So then grab our shoes and my purse from the belt and go sprinting to our gate, which fortunately was relatively close to security. I'm in Wait my socks. Wait a minute. That's what I was... You were I, running through the airport in your socks? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And we run up to our plane, which there's... I'm thinking it's about 15 minutes before the plane was supposed to take off. So I'm thinking there's Ooh, still going to be boarding no. because... The boarding had started, like, 15 minutes prior, but it was a smaller plane, like, only two seats on each side. Mm-hmm. And we go up. It's empty. Completely empty. The sign says final boarding, and the crew member that was checking boarding passes was kind of standing out in the aisle looking to see if people were coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he saw me, because I left my husband, because my stuff came off the belt first. I was like, I'm going to, if one of us is going to make it, like, if I tell them he's still coming, right? sprinting 
he sees me and he like waves me over and then my phone freezes and I had our boarding passes saved in my wallet on my phone and it wouldn't like click like I was pushing it and it wouldn't open the boarding pass and he goes what's your name (laughs) I told him and he just let us in wow Um, I was like can you tell me what CVR because I can't open my boarding pass So anyway, we like sprint down the jetway. But then there were still people that hadn't gotten into the plane. So nobody on the plane knew that we were like, we didn't actually hold anybody up because we, there were, we just like walked right on very calmly and sat down and we left. But that was my first experience sprinting onto a plane. It was not my husband's. (laughs) And oh, yeah, he's, he's Mr. Last Minute when it comes to the airport, right? Yeah, if he has to wait at all between getting through security and getting in line to board, he's gotten there too early. He and my son had to do that sprint on a trip once, and they did not like it. And, you know, when my son gets super stressed out, I'm like, look, what's the worst that can happen? You have to stay in a hotel overnight. No big deal. Like, I try and, like, it's not really that big of a deal. But for us, in this case, it was because... We hadn't made arrangements for the dog overnight. Like, my kids were with my parents. It was fine. But I was like, what are we going to do about the dog? What are we going to do about the dog? Oh if we gosh. miss, I was going to have to, like, I was going through the whole scenario. Like, well, if I have someone go over there late to let him out and then early to let him out, like, can he stay home alone? It was a oh whole thing. Well, you know, you could call me. I would have done that. I you was on, on vacation. My, I was on my vacation. <laughs> but I still, it would have been a nice reprieve. I could have just gone and hang, hung out at your house. Yeah. That would have been great. <laughs> You kind of give me a key to your. You I was just going to say, I'll get key. you a house key. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, well, uh, so r- while you were running to catch your plane, were you like, damn, I should have kept up with that couch to 5K? Man, I was so out of shape. <laughs> and my husband is nine inches taller than me. So his stride is longer than mine. Now, I'm not fast, but he has a longer stride. So. He's faster than I am. His legs are significantly longer. He's like, do you need me to carry your purse? I was like, (laughs) I was just slower than he was. It was a lot of running and it was upstair running. And then there was one point we had to run and it had a moving walkway. And for some reason, there was nobody on it. For some reason, my husband did not run on the moving walkway. That's the only way I was able to keep up was that the ground underneath me was also propelling me forward. I was like, why wouldn't you take the moving walkway? I totally took the advantage, but I was. <gasps> oh, and in my a mask, God. by the way, in a mask. Oh, yeah. And so that mask is like <gasps> suctioned to my face as I'm breathing. <laughs> and then it's like full body sweat getting on the plane. I was really glad that it was only a two seat wide aisle so that I wasn't sitting next to somebody who I wasn't married to because I can only imagine what a pleasant experience that was. But we were in the second to last row of the plane and there was nobody behind us. So, Oh, wow. So. Okay. So do you think that, okay, you said that you grabbed your stuff first and headed out. Did he catch up to you then? When I was, he was like. 30 seconds behind me by the time he grabbed his things. And when I was standing at the check-in, he came, like, running up. So. (laughs) I can only imagine. That is so funny. But he was like, go, go. (laughs) It's funny. After the fact, I would have, if I had run and we hadn't made it, it would have been devastating. You guys are primed for uh, the amazing race. I think you should sign up for it. Yeah, but that was 20 minutes. I could not handle weeks of that sort of, no, that level of stress and adrenaline running through my body. No, ma'am. Did they serve you a drink on the plane? Like, did you get a cup of water after that? They had full drink service. So oh, cool. It was, it was lovely. Oh, and I noticed so on both flights, they, were, they 
the flight attendant said, if you notice inappropriate behavior, please report it to the flight attendants because I think they are just done with passengers. They're done. Uh, inappropriate behavior is what? Taking, pulling down your mask, I'm guessing. Well, and I don't know. I honestly have no idea. People being belligerent. I, I don't know. But Ugh. both, air, two different airlines on the way there and back, both of them said it. So I think, I think they've had it. Wow. Wow. Bananas. That does not sound enjoyable, but I'm glad that you guys had fun for his birthday. It was. It was a fun game. Awesome. There was a lot of, I was like, there's a lot of like dude bro camaraderie at the game. Like whenever something uh-huh. went well, like people in front of us would like turn around and fist bump my husband. Like I was like, oh, this is so exciting. Like everyone's so excited to be here. Had you never been to a football game before? I have not been to a football game since. Ever? No, I've been to a couple in my life, but he and I, maybe 12, 13 years ago. I mean, it's been forever. Whoa. And there, it's just a lot more team spirit than at our local Angel game, I got to tell you. Well, because people hate the Angels right now, so, right? They're terrible. They're terrible Sorry. and nobody's there. Yeah. And I also think the biggest one difference is that it's much more affordable to go to a baseball game than it is to go to a football game. Mm-hmm. And so what I was saying, I said, do you think that there's more people here that are like genuine football fans and a baseball game is like fun family outing? Doesn't really matter. Like just your local team. I do think there is something with that. Definitely. Right. Definitely. And every single person at the stadiums in like their 49ers gear. And mm-hmm. it's just who are they playing? They're playing the. Hold on. The Chiefs. Oh, all right. Who are they Kansas getting a City? new name this? Yeah, are they getting a new name this year? I don't know. Well, the Redskins are now the Washington Football Team. Yeah, that's... I think that I think that's like a temporary name. I don't think they've decided on a name. A okay, but the season's yet. starting. We need to pick a name. <laughs> oh, yeah, they may have been that last year too. That's veto. There's a thousand names you could have picked. <laughs> I know. The Washington, Washington football team. Wait, anyway. Time, wait, is that Washington, D.C. or Washington State? <laughs> Do you uh, know? Uh, People screaming in their cars right now <laughs> listening to Lo- Washington, D.C. and I'm, Maryland. There's a bazillion historical cool names that they could use. Don't you think so? Yes. I do think there are a lot of certainly problematic historical names, but it's not that sure, hard. And of also, course. Do you need, I don't know, do you need to be historical? I mean, I, no, but I'm just thinking of, like, where they're from. Well, you want to be, like, the birds or, I, or, or, I don't know, yeah. the clouds. I don't know. You need something, like, non-threatening, non-offensive, non-historically Yeah, like the Jets. Incorrect. Like, <laughs> nobody's yeah. upset about the Jets. Yeah. How hard is it to choose a non-offensive name? I don't think it's that hard. Okay, moving on, moving on. <laughs> um, my kids start school this week, mm-hmm. and we have completed our back-to-school shopping with the exception of one thing, and I don't really understand how 18 months into this process, I have re- reached complete mask decision paralysis. Uh, uh, explain what that means. So we, first of all, we have owned so many masks over the last year and a half, and we can hardly find any of them. Like every time we leave the house, we're digging through our drawers. Where did they all go? A, it's like socks. Where are they? B, I was, everything seems 
like a bigger problem this year. Like masks last year, their classes were half full. They had dividers. I felt like as long as they're wearing a mask, I felt I felt good about it. This year, you know, full classes, no dividers, masks not required outside. What's the best mask? So then all the parents are like, well, you need the kids KN95s. And then there's an article no. that says kids going to school don't need the KN95s. But for some reason, every time I'm in a store, I know we need to bulk up our mask supply because I don't want to be doing mask laundry every other day. But <laughs> I can't seem to bring myself to buy more. I don't – that is obviously going to change three days into the school year when I realize we just need a giant pile of them so we're not doing this. Yeah. And I tried to buy disposables just to have on hand. But every time, my daughter's like, these smell like farts. She they do. Like the way they smell. They're gross. I'm with your daughter. I've short-circuited. It's, it's fatigue, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. It's like COVID fatigue. Like, here we are. We're doing this again. We didn't think we would be in this spot. Like, it's just, you know, like like a hamster wheel, you know? Yes. Yes. Listen, I have a crap ton of masks. I'm so proud of myself that I had the forethought to hang on to masks. Like, I didn't go, yeah, we're done with these. Let's get rid of them so I didn't uh-huh. have to go purchase a bunch of new ones again. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. But you're right. They need one for five days because, like, you don't want them wearing the same one and you don't want to be washing them every two days. So Correct. I need a buy big one. stash and they're going to lose them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she came home with one shoe from camp. She's definitely going to lose one of her right? <laughs> I love her to pieces. She just makes me laugh. Okay, guys. Uh, We are going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back to talk back to school goals. Welcome back. My kids start school this week, and Wendy's daughter starts school next week. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So it's happening. And Wendy, what is... Back to school. What's your back to school situation this year? In terms of her? Yes. Yeah, she's she's going back five days, five full days. Yeah. I don't know what else you want from me here. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. She's going back full time. And she okay. was full time. Her school had fully reopened. She was full time. Yeah, yeah. She was fully in class. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are also going back. <clears throat> we can talk about my feelings about that another day. But this is a change 18 months in the making because they did go back part-time last year but as i mentioned many times they were never on the same day oh yeah so they each went two days a week it was never the same two days so one of my children or both of my children or one of the kids plus my husband was home every day of the week last year and so i never really got into a routine and it never really felt like they were fully back and my daughters had school day was a half day even when she was there. So this is a big change for everybody. Um looking forward to it for a lot of reasons. I am nervous about it for a lot of reasons, but I want to focus today on me. I need look, I have a lot of feelings, but I really have always loved the back to school season. Me too. It feels more like a fresh start to me than the beginning of the calendar year. Oh, interesting. I mean, I still have that, like, January, new year, new me feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for me, back to school always feels like the start of the year. And it's 
summer for us is, you know, my husband's home all summer. So it's a real fresh start. Everyone's home. Summer's, it's a totally different way of life in our family than the other 10 months of the school year. And so going back to school is always a refresh and a restart. And it's something that I didn't have last year because they didn't go back right away even when they did go back. And so I'm, there are a lot of things about it that I am looking forward to. Yeah, it's so funny because like, We've been working together for now, what, what seven years? Has mm-hmm. it been that long? Mm-hmm. Seven years? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So it was always that way. Like, summers were always chaotic for us. And then mm-hmm. once the kids went back to school, then we would come back together and, like, get things rolling again in terms of, like, long story short. But different for us this year is that the podcast, we've Okay, it hasn't been perfect during this this summer, including today. I know we're a day late, but it's probably more than we've done in previous years. Don't you think so? I think for sure. And I think the ability to record the podcast remotely has a lot to do with that. Yeah. But we would typically pause video production and all of that in the summer. And next summer, honestly, might look a little different now that we know what we know about the podcast in the summer. Mm-hmm. But I do think we kept things moving although as you said not on a perfect schedule so it's not we're not starting from scratch right right i love back to school just i love a new beginning it makes me super excited about like the stuff that i want to do it's for me it's very much like the new year and if you recall we did make some like new year's resolutions i think i don't remember what they were i have no idea i don't know what they are do you know what they are not a single idea. We'll leave the link to that episode in our show notes so you can go back and <laughs> I, laugh. I think we picked a word of the year, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, no idea. I don't know what it is, but who cares? Like, it's a new day. It's a new calendar month. It's whatever. I'm excited to, like, just start anew. Mm-hmm. So Me, too. Okay, so we are going to share with you guys three individual goals that we've come up with for the new year, for the new school year. And you go first. Okay, my first one, I've thought so much about these and I'm really happy with the way they've come together. So my (laughs) first one is get my dinner act together. Oh. In the summer, our dinner, we grill very often, multiple nights a week, and it's like some sort of protein, some sort of vegetable, done. It's very basic. And... That's fine, and I enjoy it, but I also fall out of a routine, and I haven't menu planned in months and months and months, and so my getting my dinner act together looks like this. One, I have started a note in my phone with the regular rotation of meals that my family likes because sometimes I can't – I just need the reminder, oh, that's an easy meal that I know I can throw together, and I just want to have a list of those so that I – when I'm thinking about what we're going to eat for the week – That's there, ready to go. I would also like to get back in the habit of menu planning for the week. I fall in and out of that habit. I'm always happier when I'm doing it. It makes my life much more smooth. I, like, need to remind myself all the time, but I would like to reestablish that habit. Okay. Also, I have been in a food rut for a very long time. We have not tried new things Things feel kind of stale. So my goal is to try one new recipe a month. Doesn't oh, sounds very lofty. I yeah. thought a week, but a week is nah. too much. Yeah. So one new dinner recipe a month. 
And the final piece in this puzzle is to make sure that my pantry and my freezer are well stocked with staples. Shortcuts are fine, guys. Frozen veggies, great. Do I buy frozen garlic bread? Yeah, I do. Do we keep, you know, easy little boxes of rice on hand? Yes, I do. Weeknight dinners involve shortcuts for me. Jarred pasta sauce? Hell yes. Totally. To keep... Not only with those staples, but also things like frozen lasagna, frozen orange chicken, to keep those things well stocked so that even on nights where there isn't much of a plan, there's still something that's easy to throw together because that is always one of the biggest stress points for me during the school year is putting dinner together. And so my goal is to make that an enjoyable experience. Well, this that was not one of my goals, but I'm going to kind of adopt it because I think that's a great idea. I love your steps. I love the steps. We should we should definitely talk more about this in our Facebook group too. Okay, because I think we could get ideas from the others in terms of like what are staples in their in their house or like what's their go to regular rotation of meals. You know, Mm -hmm. could help. Just sharing is caring. You know, because I honestly, like you said, like I'll go, huh? What am I going to make for dinner tonight? And I have like no freaking idea. Of what to put together, like, mm-hmm. at all. And I have, like, freezer food and pantry food, but I just can't get it to come together. You know what I mean? So, right. yes, meal planning, I think those are all great, 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 great ideas. Good job, Megan. Thanks. How long do you think that's going to last you? <laughs> you know what? I am in an optimistic frame of mind right now, so I this is going to this is going to stick. Well, listen, and when that pool gets done in the backyard and you have your grill set up in the backyard and it's still warm, I think you will be grilling some more still until the end of the year. We will still grill. We will. And we grill year round. Mm -hmm. It's just a different experience because in the summer, it's, you know, we relax outside while we're grilling. My husband and I hang out. We've been grilling in the front yard for the past several months because we don't have a backyard. And so we take our chairs out there and we just sit out there. It's actually been really nice. But, and I know we will still do that. But sometimes, you know, just easy to throw something together in the house while I'm doing other things. Yeah. But yeah, when on school nights, it's hard to do that because you're trying to get showers done and homework done and lunches made or whatever, you know. I got you. I got you. All right. So my first goal. God, I love how you like had your steps. I'm not as like thoughtful about my goals here. Fitness and diet. I don't know what that looks like, but I got to do something because I'm telling you, I'm so unhappy in this body. And if I just make some minor tweaks, I know I will feel so much better. I just haven't been able to get there yet. And I talk about it all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. So I am going to have my friend and I talked about maybe joining Weight Watchers Uh once our kids go back to school. She really likes going to the meetings because that helps her like stay accountable. I hate that part of it because I don't want to sit there and listen to like people talk about what zero point foods they ate this you know what I mean just I just don't care I can't do it but I'm trying to be a good partner for her and I want her to do this with me so we like are doing it together a shared experience and we can like help each other out so we might 
I might be doing that soon. I would love to hear if anybody has had any success on Weight Watchers. Please email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com and tell me what to do. I know they've had a lot of like their program has changed a mm-hmm. lot over the last couple of years. So I don't know. And in terms of fitness, man, I just got to do something like I need to get my body moving. So once I kind of like firm up that what that looks like, I'll share with you. I'm not quite there yet because, you know, my daughter doesn't go back to school till next week. So in my mind, I still got like seven days to like totally. screw around, you know. <laughs> I definitely can relate to both of those goals, and I also have that, like, as soon as the kids start, it's kind of like that diet tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I need to get back into a better fitness routine. I need to move. I don't feel good, and when I don't feel good, I don't eat well, and one sticking point for me is the heat. I don't function as well in the heat, but I'll talk about that in my my next goal. I have a plan for that. Okay. And let me just like put an asterisk here. Like when I talk diet, I, I'm talking about like the food you put foods in your body. I put in my body. I'm not like, you know, whatever. Like, you know, honestly, I should stop drinking soda. That might make a big difference. And if that's the one step I'm going to take, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? I So I don't want to be like promoting diet culture or whatever. Like I'm not trying to trigger anybody or myself. So please just hear what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying. Okay. I bought three bags of Haribo gummies last night at the grocery store. I hear what you're saying. I need to, I need to clean up my act a little bit. You're funny. More veggies. Okay. My next goal. And I really thought a lot about how I had all these ideas and all these, when I think about the school year, I have big plans for how it could best work. And the best way for me to kind of put many of those things into practice is through time blocking. And Mm -hmm. so for me, my goal is to sit down on Sundays, which is something I've done often and plan out my week. I've all, I like to do that. I like to look at my week on Sundays, but I like to, my goal this year is to break it down into blocks of time. And that speaks to a couple of different things. One We've talked about making it a habit to work in person. And so I obviously will still work individually, but those working in person days kind of are a guaranteed time block of work because I'm not going to, you know, there's no distraction of I'm just going to wander off and do laundry if we're working in the house together or if we're working at a coffee place. Yeah. So that kind of reaffirms the dedication to these are going to be our set working days, both in person and individually, but also setting aside time to run errands. This is my errand running time block. And this is my house cleaning time block. And this is my whatever else I need to do. Walking the dog in the morning before the kids get up. I need to be realistic about the number of hours in my day. And the thing about time blocking is, okay, if you set aside this two hour window, you need to be willing to walk away at the end of that window or right. whatever that is. And so it's really easy. I'm good at making a long list of to-dos, but not necessarily breaking them down and figuring out what I actually have time for. And so I think looking at my day and saying, okay, hey, these are my blocks of time and what I'm going to be doing during that time. I think it will hopefully, ideally set me up for a little bit more success 
than just a straight to-do list. Right. I'm really interested in the time blocking method. Is there like a resource that you have seen or used in the past? Or are you just like, I'm blocking these two hours to do this? So Amira Martin has definitely done videos on this and I will find them and send you the link to include in the show notes. And she also has a podcast and she may have talked about it in an episode of the podcast, but she is a big fan of time blocking. But kind of the way she does it is she'll say, look, this is my house cleaning time block and she'll have a to-do list within that of the things she wants to do during that time block. But look, if I'm spending an hour on this, I'm going to spend an hour on this and then I'm only focused on home stuff during that time and I'm not going to get distracted by anything else. And then this is my working time block. You have your to-do list within there. But I think saying, I just think for me, it will set me up better for success than just perhaps a list of to-dos. And then I can see my day better in terms of the hours I have actually available to myself. Now, are you doing that on paper or are you doing that digitally? I'll do it on paper. I keep a digital calendar for all of my appointments. So I will look through my digital calendar to figure out where those appointments fall. But just I think for me to write out my week on paper is the easiest way to do it. Are you using a calendar? <laughs> like I don't a know. I'll planner? probably just do it. I will probably just do it in my notebook. Oh, okay. I always have I a see. notebook that I'm constantly, you know, working through with notes. Yeah, um, me too. Or maybe a separate sheet of paper so that I can always have it front and center. But I won't. I don't plan to use a specific planner for that. Yeah. So that's so funny because I, I. I really need to time block because I would like spend my entire day cleaning the house and just keep putting off like, oh, I need to do this other stuff, this other stuff, because I'm like, you know, spending so much time doing one thing and not hitting the other thing that like either I need to do or want to do. Mm -hmm. And then so nothing gets done or achieved (laughs) You know, right. So I'm I'm really interested in in time blocking. I might try that. That's really against type for me, but I I'm very intrigued by it. That's why I'll, I have all the questions. Well, and I think for me, it speaks to the fact that there's your to do list is never going to be done. Right. There's always you know if you're cleaning the house, there's always oh look that I, I found that other thing I need to do. Oh, I found that right. other thing I need to do. Oh, I found that other thing needs to be cleaned. It's there's there's no end point. There's no end point with our long story short work. There's no end point right. with any of this. And so acknowledging a concrete end point of time, hopefully my goal, do not rain on my parade and email, please, in theory will help me to be, I, I, I hate to make productivity the goal. I don't like to be like, my life goal is productivity because it isn't. Yeah. But I really want to find like peace and joy and being able to enjoy my time and turn off like, okay, I did my work time block. Now it's fine if I'm watching Housewives after school or whatever Uh it is. Not checking email during this three-hour block where everyone's home and we're doing homework and we're doing dinner and we're doing all of these other things. Yes. You're speaking my language. Yay. Yes. 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 All right. What's your next goal? We've talked a lot about budget here on the podcast. And, you know, my husband and I recently have been exploring the idea of buying another house Mm -hmm. selling this house and buying another house and but we don't know what like our 
everyday budget looks like. So things are kind of like out of whack and like to afford an, a new house, we would have to make some cuts on things. But what are those cuts? You know, so I am giving myself a month, 30 days to clean up our budget, not even clean it up, but really like analyze, understand it understand it. And the first step I'm going to do is print off our our bank and credit card statements because you know I don't get those in the mail anymore, do you? No. And you know they I get an email that they're, you know, there, but I don't ever look at them. Like so I'm going to print them off and really analyze them and I know the first thing is I have tons of recurring payments for things like mm-hmm. subscriptions, memberships. I'm going to go through and cancel all those ones that I know that don't serve me anymore. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Like, I hate making phone calls. And I especially hate like that kind of stuff because I don't want to get like roped into like, oh, well, let me extend your whatever for another for X amount of dollars. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. (sighs) So that like I have to it takes like a lot in me to like sit down and make those phone calls. I'm just an introvert at heart. I don't want to talk to anybody. But so that's the first thing I'm going to do. And then my husband says that our bank has like an easy budgeting system. So I'm going to look into that and see how to work that. 30 days. That's what I'm going to work on. Awesome. I mean, I'm kind of excited about it because I... You know, I don't want to be willy-nilly, like, thinking that we have money and we don't, you know, because mm-hmm. cause I've been blowing it on some stupid, like, stitch fix or, you know what I mean? Like, something right. reoccurring, spending money on of things I don't need. So, yeah, I'm looking into that. That's what I'm going to do. My budget. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Well, my last one, my first two were a little more like structure oriented, a little more get your life together. My last one's purely a fun goal, and that is to watch more TV. (laughs) I like watching TV, and I choose a lot of other things before watching TV. And often I choose scrolling through my phone over watching TV or reading books that I don't even really like over watching TV. And... I have had an ongoing list in my phone of shows I'd like to watch because sometimes I get decision paralysis about what show to start next. And so Mm -hmm. as opposed to choosing from the entire Netflix library that's in front of me, it's easier to just choose from one of the shows on my list. And I do derive a little bit of satisfaction of clicking that little box when it's completed and it drops down to the bottom of the list and then I can see the shows I finished. (laughs) And so I always watch less TV in the summer when everybody's home simply because I just don't, like, turn on the TV while the house is, like, revolving around me. I like to watch TV by myself. A lot of my shows aren't necessarily, like, appropriate for when my kids have friends over. Right. So, you know, before where I would turn on the TV while I'm cleaning up the kitchen or any of those things, I don't do that all summer long because everyone's home and nobody wants – anyway, I just don't. And so so one of my goals is to watch more TV, and it's – I really was like, is this an okay goal? But it's fine. I want this year to not just, like I said, I don't want my goal to be productivity. I want it to be, my word of the year was balance. And I totally failed at that. And I do think it is complete bullshit. But I also, that being said, want a little bit of balance of joy and function in my life. And so this speaks to that. 
I'm excited for you. <laughs> I have a, a list of things that you can watch. Good. I'll add it to uh, my list. I just started a, a movie about Val Kilmer today on Amazon Prime. I just heard a preview for that last night. Yeah. He yeah. had throat he had throat cancer. I did and he not can't, know that at all. He can't really speak without having like one of those he has like a oh god, you guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know what it's called, but where it's in your throat and you have to like press it to like Oh uh huh. Have your voice heard. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, neither did I. So I started that this morning as I was blow drying my hair. It's pretty good so far. Put it on your list. I'll add it to my list. All right. And hey, guys, email us your recommendations, please. Your best thing you've watched this year. Let me know. Yeah. I'm all. Yeah. It can't trump mine. Come on now. I've watched everything. (laughs) I know. You need to tell me more. I have 12% battery. So what's your last one? So hurry it up, Wendy. Okay. My last (laughs) one. You know, fall and winter are not my favorite seasons. So I'm really going to try to get into a good headspace as we head into those months. And for me... That is productivity. That means like tidying up things, getting things in order just so they go smoothly into fall and winter mm-hmm. so I can enjoy those seasons instead of making them like crazy for me because I'm a control freak. So like, you know, I need things to just I like it. Pl- plan to go smoothly. I can't really explain it more than that. And I know that plans, best laid plans, you know. Yeah, I'm just trying to like firm up some ideas of what I want my fall and winter to look like. So just so I can enjoy it more. All right. I'm it's interested weird. to see what that looks like. No, I it's get weird. it. Like you can't control the fact that fall is coming. You can't control Christmas coming, but you can control that your life feels in control. So thank you. That is exactly <laughs> my thoughts. Exactly. Good. All right. Hey, guys, do you have goals for the school year? We would love to hear them. We asked this question on our Instagram, and one of my favorites was my house being clean for several hours at a time. Guys, it has been 18 months since I've been alone in my home. I think there have been twice where I've been alone for three hours in 18 months. So, yes, I am very much looking forward to that. Um But some of the other goals were things like start working out, donate piles of crap, do one thing a week just for me. I love that. Yeah, me too. Tackle a new job, contain my nerves, paint, stain projects, bedroom, ceiling, and desk. Our friend Ron said, is napping in peace considered a goal? Yes, Ron, it is. But he also says watch a movie in a theater, finish working on the house because they just built a brand new beautiful house. And I can really, I need to share this last one that I need to do also. And that is up early to start the day without running late to bed early so I can accomplish goal number one. (laughs) My husband has been back to work this week. And so he leaves, he's been back to work for a while. And so he leaves by like 630 in the morning. And because I'm a light sleeper, I'm awake. And do I get up and start my day then? No. Do I have I been staying in bed and scrolling TikTok for two hours because my children are sleeping in on their last week of summer? Yes. That habit needs to be broken. You're watching that Bama rush, man. <laughs> it's over. Okay, guys. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and come right back with Megan and Wendy Approved. We are back to talk Megan and Wendy Approved. And what did you bring this week? Well, you know, I just rented a house for a vacation and there was no like soap or body wash in the bathrooms at all. So I ran to the grocery store and I was like looking at the aisle and what caught my eye was Tom's of Maine 
prebiotic moisturizing natural body wash in the scent Fresh Apple. I love that. And let me tell you, it smells so good with a hint, almost a hint of those like green apple Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Not as like <laughs> sweet, candy, uh-huh. sticky sweet, but just like, Tart. oh, I love it. I love it. It smells so good. You can get it anywhere. Grocery, Target, anywhere. I love it. I love a good smelling body wash. That brings yeah. me joy. What about you? So mine is the Stoke Cold Brew. And I prefer the Unsweet Bright and Mellow. They have three different black cold brew flavors. I actually like them all, but this is the one with the yellow label. And this kind of reminds me of a blonde roast. They're bright and mellow. Mm-hmm. I have explored so many different ways to make cold brew at home, and there are a lot of easy ways to do it. And yes, it is less expensive to make it yourself, but also sometimes I just don't want to. And so I will buy the $4 bottle of cold brew, still much less expensive than going to Starbucks every morning, mm-hmm. and make my own. I like the way that one tastes the best and it makes a delicious iced coffee in the morning do you ever drink hot coffee ever yeah when it's not hot outside when it's hot outside i don't enjoy (laughs) uh, hot coffee so honestly as soon as the mornings are cooler i drink hot coffee about nine months out of the year but summer i'm an iced coffee lady well listen megan i'm really excited for us to get together next week and share a uh cold brew coffee and work on our stuff i'm so excited me too Woo! guys we might be recording our podcast in person can you believe it i can't wait so two weeks from now you may be hearing a podcast recorded from the same room (laughs) from the same closet (laughs) where are we gonna record (laughs) i Um, don't know hey guys Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you have a second, we would love it if you would leave our podcast a rating and a review. The easiest way to do that is by going to meganandwendy.com slash Apple podcast. And that's a direct link right to where you need to be. Wendy will do you the favor of linking that in our show notes. If you want to find show notes for this episode or any other episode, and you guys, there's so much good information, meganandwendy.com slash podcast podcast will bring up every podcast episode and all of our show notes that Wendy has worked so hard on. So there's (laughs) lots of fun information in there. She laughs, but seriously, everything we mentioned goes into the show notes at the link. So take a look there and we'll be back on Thursday, which is tomorrow, to discuss the latest Hallmark Spring Fling movie. We'll see you then. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Stop. (laughs) 